Welcome to Small Worlds Podcast. My name is Corey O'Flanagan. And I am Leanne Davidson. Leanne, who's our guest today? Our guest is the esteemed, the prestigious, <laughs> the one and only Matthew Palomar. Yes, Okay, Palomar. not Palomar. <laughs> How Palomar. long have you known me? <laughs> quite, quite a while. <laughs> yeah. You guys seem like good friends. We are. Yeah. We um, middle name Dallas. Love yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Um, that. Sorry. Matt and I grew up about... 14 years and one hour apart in Wisconsin. But I just met him just now, <laughs> yeah. well, yeah. a week ago. Yeah. Matt and I met about five years ago. Yeah. Down under. Yeah, down under, and down then under. visited in England a year ago, and now she's in Alaska. Yeah. Just can't get rid of me. And that's right, guys. We are in Matt's lovely little place in North Juneau, Alaska, mm-hmm. right on the coast. Beautiful views, and um, trying to bring this to you as close to our journey here as we can. It's been a hell of a week. We've got a lot of yes. adventures to share with you, and uh, that's why we've got Matt with us, because he is the local expert. A naturalist? Um, Someone yeah. say naturalist? I mean, naturalist or naturalist? Naturalist, <laughs> naturalist. I think, is like the dude, the people who go out here. <laughs> hey, maybe you do that in yeah. his spare time as well. Right? I, I talk about nature. Yeah. No, it's a job. Sometimes yeah. he does it naked. It's a naturalist. <laughs> yeah, well, for certain clientele. <laughs> uh, well, how long have you been here? Um, my first summer was in 2016, so like I came up and I intended to only be here for the summer, and now I'm still here. <laughs> is that kind of what happens? Yeah. So Seems like, like you come up here like, yeah, yeah, this is so amazing and beautiful, and I'm just going to be here for a summer, and then all of a sudden you come back, and then you come back again, and then Next it's like you know. five years later, and you're still here. Yeah, but it's beautiful, that's why. Yeah. Well, that's true in a lot of places. You get people yeah. where you just were in Whistler. That's what happens. Yeah, they people just go. Get... I think, think they go for a year and then never leave. Yeah. You get stuck in the bubble. You do. Mm-hmm. This for is sure. a very large, beautiful, wild bubble to be stuck in there. Yeah. yeah. So we'll let you off. Yeah. Um, so you've been here for this long. Tell us about work opportunities, because I'm sure most people think Alaska. Well, what do you do? Not much going on. Uh, so I work for a whale watching company as like a, a deckhand tour guide but when I started so I started with one whale watching company uh, and I was a guest surf so I was like the the galley can I say galley bitch because it's like yeah of course okay. <laughs> I was like, that's say what they call the it you want, yeah, they call it like the little galley bitch you you're like stuck in the little so why it's called a galley bitch is because like you're stuck in your little area and you have to cook everybody hamburgers and get them hot chocolate and coffee and if like yeah. something cool is happening outside you're like craning your neck to like look out the window oh an orca whale just yeah. breached like a, yeah, a whale's breaching and somebody's like trying ordering a burger and you're like Come on, like, can't you wait for your burger? There's a whale jumping. Anyways, I worked for them first, and then I became a deckhand with them the next summer, because that job seemed cooler. And then eventually I became a naturalist, and now for the Mm -hmm. company I work for now, it's I'm both, so we have less crews, so we switch off, and then, yeah. Naturalist is essentially, like, a legit tour guide. I mean, he took us out, we went out on a whaling tour this week, and the amount of knowledge that he can share and the dumb questions that he gets... (laughs) Is yeah. just overwhelming, but it's it's a it's amazing. Like it's he's a local David Attenborough. And we even went on a different boat, and he was still taking over the tour and then just answering people's questions. <laughs> on the motor, like, he can't. It's like hard not, not do it now. Once you're a naturalist, you're done. Yeah. It's like you're the in. facts are there, you know. But to be life. fair, like all my facts, as you guys know, come from the David Attenborough <laughs> yeah, shows yeah. that hey, we've been watching. As you this learned week. from the Whistler episode, <laughs> yeah. confidence is key, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? It was so funny when you said that. I was like, all right. So yeah. if you. It seems like what we were just talking about, that it's mostly Americans getting seasonal work up here. Yeah, so in Juneau, it's mostly Americans getting seasonal work. Um, I think because there's such like a massive influx of workers in the summer, 
most of the companies don't want to go through the process of having to deal with the mm-hmm. extra paperwork and whatnot to get like foreign workers. I'm not positive about like the bar scene. Is there any sort of shortage? There is. And There's there a shortage of need. constantly. Like honestly, you don't have to have a job before you come up here. Like I've had friends who come up. And they honestly just apply and find jobs because there's a lot. They, yeah. You would think that like somewhere that's beautiful, mm-hmm. like there's all this tourism, that you would just have so many people applying to work here, and there's really not. Like we would just talk to somebody today, you know, she said they're really short staffed. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I know there's some areas in Alaska, like the really remote ones, they do hire a lot of foreigners, and that's because they don't get as much um, people applying. Mm-hmm. So they're more likely to be willing to go through the process of like, the paperwork to hire someone with a visa. Yeah. So like Huna or Icy Straight Point hires a lot of foreigners, I know, but you're in a town of 700 people for six months. Exactly. <laughs> As opposed to the capital city, which Just, we are yeah, now here. sat in, which is 30,000 people. Yeah. yeah. It's the big city of Southeast. The big city. <laughs> yeah. The city lights yeah. of Alaska. Well, yeah. I mean, that was one of the things that Leanne and I both remarked on when we got here on Monday was just not what we expected when we flew in. Like, you have yeah. this grandiose picture or idea of Alaska in your head and it's snowy and it's fucking rugged mountains people riding orca whales in the bay (laughs) yeah and Juneau is (laughs) Juneau is far enough south that it's still temperate rainforest it's what you got a fact on that for us yes it's the the largest so it's the largest uh, national forest for the United States Tongass National Rainforest yeah but nobody ever thinks of the Tongass National Forest but it's huge it stretches from like around the Vancouver area all the way up to the Kenai Peninsula it's like Mm -hmm. 17 Point two million acres or something like that. Square. And then what is the summer work season? Uh, so, officially, when the first cruise ship comes here in Southeast Alaska, it's from like May first to October second. But obviously, you get a few weeks early to like prep, mm-hmm. like you do training, like companies do their training Got a it. few weeks before everybody comes, all that. And then sometimes people will stay after just to finish up like cleaning and settling things up for the winter. But most people will leave like mid September because it slows down quite a bit then. So yeah. Where would you find housing? Facebook, honestly, just like groups. There's like Juno um, for rent, or you just kind of show up and you ask around. Like you guys saw, there's you just yeah. get to know. Like everybody knows. It's really small. Everybody, time. so like you can literally ask anyone. Like, hey, I'm looking for housing, and they'll be like, oh, you know, I have this friend. Let me contact them, and they'll contact yeah. this friend, and yeah. then all of a sudden you're flooded with. Is like, it quite hard to find housing? Same Whistler, that was something the small town thing. It was I think loads of jobs, no houses. Yeah, there's housing, but you're gonna end up like sharing. You know, you're yeah. not gonna be. You're not going to have your own five-star Yeah, you're going to be sharing with people, but also it's hard to find housing in the area you want to be in. Mm -hmm. So, like, I live in Ock Bay because it's right near where I work, and I'm lucky with my housing, but, like, if you work, you know, downtown and you can't find a house downtown, you might have to live on Douglas and then just commute to work, which... It's not a commute like you guys this, can this, see. This Alaskan traffic, where yeah. we can hear Matt moaning about the traffic, and there's about plus yeah. six car pilots yeah. at the headlights. Yeah. Yeah. What are we gonna do? Oh my god! I get mad if it takes me. Like you see, it takes me like three minutes to get to work. Yeah. So I'm like starts so work at nine, leaves the house at nine o three. So you work on the in the water with the whales, as we said. Yeah. You are not just restricted to the water tours here. If you did want to be seasonal, you can work in the air, the land, yeah. the ice. Mm-hmm. Um, what, other, yeah. what other kind of jobs can so you So, like, do? well, if we're talking, like, outdoorsy jobs, yeah. there's, like, that are kind of, like, more out of the ordinary. There's the whale-watching industry. There's some whale-watching industries that you kind of travel for. So some of them go to Huna for three or four days a week and then Sitka. Um, and these are other really beautiful towns, like, out around Alaska. And then there's, like, glacier trekking. There's kayak jobs. So you can do, like, kayak guiding. You can do helicopter, um, work with the helicopter companies. There's, like, three of them here. 
Um, there's so many tourism jobs. Fishing, charter fishing, yeah. you can be like a deckhand on a charter fishing vessel. So those are like your non-ordinary, but there's yeah. also a huge need for servers, um, like anyone in like the restaurant industry, Especially like cooking, hosting, anything. Yeah, Tuesday for sure. <laughs> but they're constantly short staffed mm-hmm. for servers, constantly. Yeah. And you have, you know, upwards of 10,000 people getting off a cruise ship a day. And yet they That's have the same crazy. amount of servers that are running like the yeah. town when it's normal. Yeah, it drives me crazy. Yeah, and so they constantly are in need of those yeah. people. Yeah, so it's just a big day stop for these tour yeah. boats or these these huge cruise ships that come through. And they're really huge. We were kayaking past some of them the other day, and yeah. you know we had other people coming up onto the deck. They're just like, like floating the skyscrapers. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah, it was mad. But they come through, and then there's they're obviously getting prepped the day before or however long about all the excursions that are available to them and that's where the whale watching all that stuff comes into play something that i learned today was the um we went dog sledding this morning and we took a helicopter ride (laughs) up to this the top of this glacier where they just had this huge camp set up with hundreds like probably 100 to 200 um american alaskan huskies yeah and they just, it, that's a whole other industry. That's another job huge. working on the glacier. So you yeah. can work at, because yeah. the people, who, the the people who do the dog setting, they they stay up on the glacier and they're up there for like five, six, seven days at a time. Then they get two days off where yeah. they fly down and they're free to roam around so the city. So if you hate the heat, <laughs> go, to the, yeah. go to the glacier. <laughs> get <laughs> get I mean, it, didn't, it didn't smell great because no. they don't get to shower very much. But they were puppies. <laughs> but they were puppies, so it makes up for it. And 200 dogs, 200 sled dogs. Does not like dogs. He I mean, dislike I'm, I'm throwing him under the bus there. I'm neutral. Yeah. He's a good guy, but he doesn't like dogs. That much. <laughs> I just think that we can't expect people to match our passion. I yeah, you guys expect are everyone obsessed. to match our passion for dogs. They're adorable. You're they are adorable. Like, yeah. That's... Um, so, pros and cons of living in Alaska. <sighs> Pros, the beauty, the nature, the outdoors. Like, if you like the outdoors, this is paradise. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. camping is free everywhere, so mm-hmm. you never pay to do, like, cool outdoorsy things. Yep. There's not, it's not like a park where you pay, you know, $30 for a pass. It's just 100, literally the rule is 100 feet off the road, you can camp. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. 100 feet off a road or trail, and you're legally allowed to camp there. But that same rule applies for all bears and yes. any other attacking animals. <laughs> right. So I careful. mean, you have to be smart about certain things. There's bears. I mean, it's wild. Though. Yeah, it's wild for sure. Um, those are pro- pros. If you're an outdoorsy person, you can learn and do so much, and you mm-hmm. meet so many cool people mm-hmm. who will show you things. Like, even just you guys. Like, just, like, yeah. I didn't even know how to do this thing. What was, you know, I kind of like came an outdoorsy yeah, person yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. but then I like to bring other people with me like yeah, yeah. like you said you've gone kayaking like four times yeah. like five times and I just did a 12 hour kayak <laughs> through, <laughs> through like the complete back country yeah, yeah. so that, those are pros um, and also just like this is a young city too so yeah, it's not like you're that. coming up here and mm-hmm. you're in the like you know the wop wop or however you say like the back country mm-hmm. like what, there's you know that, the wop wop yeah it's from that movie we watched the other night but, <laughs> really? yeah. um, oh that was the key there's movie. a lot of young people so there's like a really if you can make a lot of friends like yeah. people are so friendly so friendly and you meet people from all over the world so you know you come up here for a season and you might make a bunch of friends and then you can travel and yeah. meet them and do cool stuff well that's kind of the nice thing is it seems like your cost of living and the amount of money that you're able to make makes it so that you can save so that yes, you work you the save. season and then you can take yeah. that next season off and yes. come back and, and go travel or do whatever you and want. And that's what a lot of people do. do it. 
Mm-hmm. And another massive pro we've learned is um, the lifestyle of all these workers. They can get comped on all the different tours. Yeah. So we have been very fortunate enough, you know, to go whale watching, we went um, dog sledding, glacier walking, yeah. all for free. Because we Matt's knows everyone. We Matt's wake. We really, <laughs> we, yeah. we really seemed it's into been his. It's quite the week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's amazing. Like, on your days off, you yeah. can just, you know, call up a company or walk in and be like, hey, you know, I want to get on this tour. I work with this company, and they're like, "Okay, cool." If there's space, yeah, they yeah. don't care. Like, if there's space, it's not costing yeah. them anything. If anything, it just is better for their employees because you tip them. Yeah, you know. So exactly. it's like Which is, that's why we like tip. comps. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. don't yeah. forget to tip. <laughs> yeah, the um, the, one of the things that I think is you're gar- you're just guaranteed to see a whale. Like, mm-hmm. if you come up here and you go on the whale watching trip, you're gonna see it. But I'm curious, and I think I know what story you might tell us because I think uh-huh. you did, but. What's the wildest thing you've seen on one of your tours? Oh, I imagine man. it has to do with probably orcas, but I don't know for sure. Well, we get, oh, this, well <laughs> we get this question a lot on tour, and I don't know if it's like people want to know and compare their experience to like what I've seen. And I never want to tell people like, the wildest really experience yeah. because it's like, well, I mean, that's I'm out here all day, every tour day. day. It's yeah. my job. Like, I'm on the water 10 hours a day. Of course, if you're watching any wild animal for 10 hours, like, you're going to see it do some cool But can things. I just add yeah. that even though that he just said it like that, he's still so fucking excited every time yeah. a fucking Yeah, as soon whales. as we left Juno and we went, we went to this, uh, this place that we went kayaking, he saw a new whale and it was literally like... <laughs> Running around telling everyone the information, like, oh my god, oh my god, this is it. this whale's gonna do this, and he knew everything. Because I want people the to be excited, like these animals are so. It was cool. awesome. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, but back to your question, the wildest thing, I mean, between okay, so like seeing an orca kill something, which sounds really violent, but it's so yeah, cool it's to see, nice like <clears throat> to see them hunt and work together. That was pretty cool. And I've seen that once in like three some full summers, three and a half mm-hmm. summers of being on the water and watching these animals. Mm-hmm. Um, so to see it once, like you can imagine how yeah, rare that is. Like was they do it all the time. Or were you on the boat at the time? No, 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 I was on the boat. Okay. Um, like working for yeah. one of our tours. And then for like humpback whales, seeing them bubble net feed, which is like yeah. something you watch on David Attenborough, you know, yeah. he's narrating, he's like, these whales are yeah. working together. <laughs> and it's like 20 whales. He has memorized that episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I watch those shows and I'm like, it's for work. It's yeah. For work. yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So I, I said there, were, there must be pros and cons. What yeah. are the cons? There must be yeah. some, some cons. There is cons for sure. Yeah. Um, it's cold. I like, mean, it's just uh, not your normal, it's not your normal yes. summer. I mean, when, it's rainy. Yeah. It's a temperate rainforest. When so. you pack flip-flops and bikinis and denim shorts. Lanza, yeah, optimistic yeah. packer. <laughs> it was hot when I left that. Canada. Yeah, Leanne. I assumed it would be the same. Leanne's <laughs> like, oh, you know, I've been working in Whistler, Canada. It's hot. Yeah, it should be similar. We're like 500 plus miles north. <laughs> <laughs> you said we were in southwest. I just assumed so, it was Okay, Canada. when I say I southeast that. Alaska, it's we're really southwest. We're about southeast, southwest. I keep doing that. I promise I can read everyone. Yeah. I know my things. Um, Um, so cons are yeah weather so southeast alaska it's a rainforest so people are really uh, this is shocking to me but a lot of people don't realize and i guess i didn't either so i can't be judgmental Mm. but like southeast alaska is a rainforest it's Mm -hmm. part of it's like similar to seattle's climate where it's rainy um it's overcast most of the time of course the last few years that hasn't been true i mean Mm. it's been very very sunny Um, but we do get summers like 2017 that summer it rained for like a month straight and then we got like five days of sun and then it rained mm-hmm. for like three weeks straight so that's typical yeah. but that's how all the wild you know the life is supported here is from all that rain so it can be a con the weather yeah um yes it is a little bit colder but you acclimate pretty quickly you yeah. know and then other cons like 
it is a closed off community in Juneau, so you can't yeah. drive out. You can't drive to another city. We are on the mainland, but there is no road system coming into Juneau, so yeah. you have to get here by boat or plane. Yeah. So you can't take like a weekend trip to the town over. If you're going to take a trip, you take in plane or boat, which yep. can take a while or cost a lot of money. Yeah. So that's the thing too. We looked into driving up here from Whistler, and it's a it's a hell of a long drive. I think it was like 36 hours. And then you have the, to take a ferry. And then you've got to take a ferry. And it was, to it was costly. Around. So it was yeah. like, let's just go. We didn't have the time or else we, I think we would have yes. done it. So it was, yeah. let's go down to Seattle. And flights weren't that bad. Alaskan Airlines is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, really unique in the fact that isn't it? Didn't you tell me it's the only U.S. capital that doesn't have a yeah doesn't have a road system connection to it? Yeah, like that's it's crazy because it's like nobody can access it, and that's one of the like things that people get angry about. It's like, well, the rest of the state can't access the capital unless yeah. they spend a lot of money to fly or yeah. take a boat here. <laughs> you know, so yeah, that is Alaska, a con. The last frontier. You know? Yeah, it is. Everything's harder here, <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. Not much sometimes, but just a little Don't bit. Don't fuck with Alaska. Yeah, get we've learned that. We've learned that. It so can that's humble you. It does yeah. fucking humble you. Yeah. So the wildlife, we've got orcas, humpbacks, black bears, brown bears, grizzly bears, uh, the salmons, salmons, yeah. salmon. salmon, but the uh, the bears, apparently, allegedly, you can hear the bears eat the salmon. Oh, there's yeah. a crunch. There's, there's a, a crunch. crunch. Yeah. We, we have been chasing this crunch <laughs> yeah. for four days. I so, think it's like a double-decker taco from Taco Bell, yeah. where it's a soft shell on the outside. That's, that's actually a good analogy, yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> it's kind of similar to that, like... Like crunches he bite into it. So Leanne has oh, been greedy. So She's bad. not only has she seen bears and whales and glaciers calving, oh, and you know so just the most beautiful like, thing. Got, flew up on helicopter, all of these things. But she needs to see a bear eating a salmon I'm specifically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got me with the crunch on that yeah. first day. We saw a bear cub up in a tree. Yeah. yeah, and its mom came, and we were in between it, and that wasn't Literally, enough excitement what, for Leanne. Fifteen feet. <laughs> but to be fair, we were fifteen excitement. feet away from a black bear. from a black bear trying to catch a salmon and looking after its cub is pretty crazy. Yeah. So I want to get a little bit more information about if somebody was to come up here, what 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 can they expect? What's a day in the life? Come up here like to work or just yeah, to if they're travel. a seasonal employee and they want to try it for a summer. Um, seasonal employee. You're going to work five days a week? Are they going to push you harder than Depends. that? Depends. So every company here is drastically different. So it's funny you say that. It's because there's a lot of companies where people come up here and they work for them. Um, and they're what we call like a first summer working place where it's like, it's really cool to work there maybe for your first summer. But if you do come back, you're like, oh, there's places where I can, you know, work and maybe make more money or even get more time off. Because it's such a beautiful place, a lot of people here want to have that time off. Mm -hmm. Because it's just like, otherwise you see all these other people, there's so much to explore. I mean, the place we went, Tracy Arm, is 30 miles south of Juneau. And it's Mm -hmm. just this untouched, gorgeous, like, wild country. Mm -hmm. And so you want to have that time off. So you really have to kind of look into the company because every company is different. The reason I like my company is because they guarantee you two days off in a row. And you get your schedule a week in advance. And the reason I say that is because there are some companies who don't give you your schedule till like, 8 p.m. the night before. Mm -hmm. So how can you plan to camp or, you know, do anything anything if you don't know if you work at 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. the next day? So you really have to kind of just get info from people who might have worked at the company um, or can message Matt ask them directly. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, we would probably, if he allows us to, plug Matt's Instagram on our show notes. And uh, if you want to tell people what it is, you can. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just my name. It's just Matt Dallas Palmer. M-A-T-T-D-A-L-L-A-S. But that'll be plugged in the show notes. You guys can reach out if you want any information. He's he's great. He's got loads of it, and I'm sure he'll be happy to share it. Yeah, I'm happy to tell people about it. This place is just still, like, you know, just... 
like not a lot of people know that you no. just come up here and like work like they yeah. think, I would never have thought yeah. until I'm like obviously you told me you were coming here I wouldn't even think that you most would, like, people who come up here come by referral they yeah. come by like somebody else who has done it or they've seen somebody they know yeah. who's done it yeah um, so just to touch base on people who would be thinking of working and visiting um, earlier we mentioned the whale watching tours mm -hmm. I was speaking to your captain that day and I remember him as we saw a boat that was completely crowded and um, basically he said what happens on the cruises is that the cruise ships basically sell these tickets in urgency to the, the customers on the cruise and they're not as good or they're super packed, a bit more expensive than the ones that you can buy once you actually board on, into Juno. Yeah, that'll um, be a little bit more personal essentially. Like yeah. that's a yeah. massive group of people. No they were all craning their necks to see over the that's things. A good, and actually, yeah. So, nerds, so if you decide to come to Alaska on a cruise, mm -hmm. or if you've never taken a cruise, and you hear this a lot, but like it is definitely cheaper to just get off the dock and buy anything off the dock. Because on the cruise ship, the salespeople get commission, and so they up the price of the tour and they try they use a selling technique where they tell you oh if you you know buy a, a tour that's not off the cruise ship you're not going to make it back in time you know or something else is going to go wrong yeah and so that's like one of the sell salesperson's tactics to get you to buy the tour on the boat so that they can make the commission but yeah. they up the tour prices so much like it's not worth it those tour companies yeah. i mean the cruise ships do a lot to try to keep the money in the cruise ship yeah. And it's like, you're visiting these beautiful places. Like, these people are Go allowing the locals, these cruise ships yeah. to come in. Like, the least that the cruise ships could do, or even give their the patrons, is to give the money to the business of the place you're visiting. Yeah. So, like, you should try to go with, like, a, a more local company or yeah. one that's where more of the money is going to go to the economy in the local area rather than the cruise ship. Yeah. So, like, that's our company is like that. We only book online. We don't sell on the cruise ship. Um, we only book online, which are pre-books, or when you show up, you go to the kiosk, mm -hmm. and, you know, people are like, oh, I want to do this, and they're like, oh, cool, we'll get you on this tour, yeah. and then that's a local company, so most of that money goes to the employees and the company, so it stays within our Alaskan economy, yeah. and that kind of, I won't go into it, but it stretches into a bigger problem, Alaska, because we're so seasonal, and with all these cruise ships and seasonal workers, a lot of the money is made here and then leaves the state, so the Alaska state back, yeah. has, like, this struggle with keeping money inside their economy, so it's kind of important to try to spend money within the local area yeah i agree yeah, yeah i can see that um and then some just some great things to see um so we've mentioned tracy arm which is 30 miles down um south mm -hmm. of juno what are some other great hiking spots so if someone was here for a day or for a few days i'll let me answer this one. Oh, you can do because it because okay. i'm now five days in <laughs> he is sorry, a that, that <laughs> over i just here. tell you that <laughs> we got picked it's a small little localized airport if you've ever been to something like it you know what it's like <laughs> you get off the plane you go into a building two minute walk and you're outside and you're getting picked up it's the most fluid easy yeah. thing but then the most amazing thing and I was trying to think of a place where I'd had this happen where it was equal or better or close to it but I don't think it exists is we were off the plane and 10 minutes later we're at the base of a fucking glacier yeah, yeah it's it like crazy. you guys want to go see Mendenhall Glacier we're like yes we'd like we'd woken up at like 4.50 or something like and that to right just there. get a fly and we just went to the glacier saw some bears so some, some salmon, salmon. Porcupine. <laughs> a porcupine. I've never seen a porcupine in my life. <laughs> it's great. Like, yes. I was so excited. I was more excited than that than the glaciers. It's the little things. Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> you were more excited about But them. no, that was incredible. But yeah, you get here and it's just endless activities. You've got hiking, you've got kayaking, you've got all these different excursions. 
go camp local around Juneau. That'll be amazing. But if you really yeah. want to get crazy, there's all these islands that don't have any people yeah. on them. Go on, give us some real life a couple give of real fun good, facts. Good, you... good local knowledge. Where's some good spots to camp and hike and stuff? Just a few. So if you're like, if you're, the thing with the cruise ship is some of them are only here for like, for the minimum, some of them are only here for like five yeah. hours. Yeah. You can imagine that you're yeah, so limited struggle. in what you can do. But if you're here for a whole Fine, day, there's yeah. so many trails. Like if you just look up Juno trails, Juno has like a website of their own for their trails and you can determine like which ones but like thunder mountain has a beautiful view of the glacier Mm -hmm. but like a lot of people off cruise ships not all of them want to go on like a hike so we do have a tram and they'll take the tram up to mount roberts that way they don't have to hike but they get a mountain view um but there's so many other trails like there was once i was on mount jumbo trail and i ran into someone off the cruise ship and we were i was with a group of like five people and we were like really like you're wow, cruise ship and you're never, here. They, they never come over so to proactive. this trip. And we were actually really proud of her. We were like, wow, good for you. Yeah. For like looking up like yeah. something other than what the cruise after what's like yeah, what the cruise yeah. ship like shouts at you to do. Like because yeah. that, yeah. that was impressive. And people here are so nice, like you said. You could ask yes, anyone awesome. off the street. Like you don't have to feel self-conscious, like yeah. asking any stranger, like, yeah. mm-hmm. what's your favorite thing to do to in Juno as a local? Or like what trail would you recommend as a local? You know what yeah. I mean? Like they're not gonna be like oh this is a cruise ship they'll be nice I'd be surprised if they didn't like walk you over to the yeah, or give you a like, ride, like, give you a like, ride yeah. I went in to go pick up a takeaway last night and the man's just chatting to me saying that he thought I was his friend yeah. we can yeah. be friends I was like great <laughs> nice guy yeah, well, the English just don't do it like that do they? No, no god no I hope you guys have <laughs> seen <laughs> I hope you guys have seen like how community oriented it is it's I mean awesome. even when my car wasn't yeah. working Sarah I just mentioned to her I was like oh really I was like, oh, you know, I'm frustrated. My car's not working. Of course, it happens when my friends are in town. She's like, oh, you, they can use my car yeah, for the day. Just gave her yeah. her, gave yeah. us her <laughs> car keys. Like, yeah. yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. Amazing. That is why I really love it here. The um, I guess I would say is that um, I want to try and just get this wrapped up a little yeah. bit because we got to go right. catch a plane. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, I'm thinking a little bit more personal as. What's that? We, we tried so hard after our kayaking journey to go out for a drink last night and experience oh some nightlife, yeah. <laughs> but what is a night like in downtown Juneau? Well, Alaska already has like that reputation of being like a drinking state, kind mm-hmm. of. I mean, it is. They As have, it does with the darkness. Yeah, yeah exactly. In the Midwest, to do. too, like, where I grew up. Yeah, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of drinking. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there is a downtown scene, and it's, like I said, a lot of young people because a lot of the seasonal workers are young. So there is a scene, but uh, a lot of people get caught up in that and they go out drinking all the time and you can spend a lot of your savings you know yeah, I mean yeah. a beer here is six dollars like yeah, that's the okay. cheapest you can get a beer is six dollars minimum crazy. so like if you have like three beers you're spending you know or eighteen dollars plus tips like you're spending yeah. over twenty bucks mm-hmm. and so there are people who go out every night and you know they go out to eat and so you can spend a lot going out because there is a scene you know that you can go out every night and you'll yeah, have you a good still time have fun. there's not a lot of bars but you kind of get into like it's they all have character and they're yeah. like this Alaskan style we are like the dive bar dive bar, dive bar. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah, I don't people. think you're going to come out here and go to a club. No. no. Leave your high heels at home, everyone. Con, they yeah. don't have club. No. Yeah. They don't have club. <laughs> I've said that before. <laughs> you'll never walk into like a, a big scene of like random people you don't know and just start dancing. It's like you'll know half the people in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah. So, right, romantically, obviously, uh, in a small town, everyone's options are halved immediately, yes. especially when you grow up there. You get people are in and out, whatever. So, as a gay man in Alaska. Yeah. My options are very limited. Um, <laughs> if you are a, 
a straight female, the ratio of men to women is three men yeah. for every one woman. So your ratio is pretty like good. Get ready for yeah. that, ladies. Like pretty women going out Woo. here are hit on like. I've been nonstop. trying to drop Corey yeah. the whole time, but you know what? We've been too busy in the wild. Or, like, Alaskan, <laughs> Alaskan bushman, yeah. Yeah. But for the gay scene, there is it's. There is a gay bar now. Like, it's actually the, mm-hmm. my friend from the winter or somebody I know from the yeah. winter who started the gay bar, who bought it. And then, you know, there is, and there are a lot of drag shows, but in terms of, like, men who are openly gay, it's not very yeah. many. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of discreet, and it's because it's that closed-off small-town yeah. community. Even though it's 30,000 people, but it's a closed-off community, yeah. which I think has a huge effect on it. Big time. Is yeah. that, like, everybody knows everybody's business, so there's a lot of, like, discreet or, yeah. like, just, it's not very... Everyone's mom knows yet. everyone's business. Yeah, so people aren't really comfortable, I think, being open yeah. so much about it, especially if they're just curious because they're like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this, but like, if I check it out, people are all going to think I am automatically rather than just thinking you're yeah. like, checking it out. Yeah. So that is kind of weird. Tinder, you know, for those of you who've been places, I literally have the bubble that just keeps searching. Like, it's <laughs> there's just no nonstop, one out here for you. Where it's you. like, there's nobody near you. And it's like, <laughs> the whole summer. Just you hear the sound that. from a cruise ship, you're like, yeah. and, I, and I go on Tinder, yeah. <laughs> and there's, there's like five options, and I'm like, oh yeah, and it's like, I know it's going nowhere because they're off the cruise ship, they're here for a day, you know. Yeah. And it's like, I'm working most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> so you're probably going to be like touring them around. You can make it, it's definitely harder so like that's I think one of the biggest yeah. cons for me if I wanted to like live here long term is like this not yeah. it'd be hard I'm not saying it's impossible but it's definitely like a barrier yeah for sure so so because most of the people and I think that will make this our last question mm-hmm. because most of the people that come here only have a few hours or one full day what's the one excursion that you would recommend um, if you're here early enough, the one that we did, the cap, like the yeah. adventure bound, just going down to Tracer. Would, but you'd have to be here before 8 a.m. Besides that, um, it really depends. Like if you are a wildlife person, then go on a whale watch. I mean, yeah. like there, these are some of the largest animals in the world. Yep. And I'm not saying I'm not doing that to like promote my yeah, company, just any whale watch. Do you get no benefit from that? See some yeah. of these amazing wild animals. But if you're someone who's more like a geological person, then go trek a glacier. There's yeah. glacier yeah. treks. There's something know? for everyone. Yeah, yeah there right. is something for you. You have to pick your interest and then kind of. Then but I would agree that. with it. If you're if you get here on one of the early ships and you have the opportunity, go find the destination yeah. to Tracy Arm Fjord. Yeah. And oh it's a God. full day, but it the is. The reason I say that one is because you get the whale, you get wildlife whales, and you get the geology. Yeah, we, so we got a full whale, we got whales breaching just on the way yeah. to mm-hmm. and from the our destination. It wasn't even a whale watching tour, but no. they stopped and the whales were breaching. You see sea lions, but birds, yeah, everything. Eagles, it was trees, awesome. Glaciers, yeah. Um, and one thing I would say, um, just from coming up here, obviously we all know the climate change problem, but coming up here and actually seeing the change is crazy and scary. Mm, it's drastic. Uh, we went down, kayak to this glacier, and even Matt went la- last year. Was it? To yeah, get, and there was like year. a whole, there's like a whole beach that was available now that it just like receded yeah. so far. There's one glacier. It's now an alpine glacier as opposed yeah. to an ocean glacier. Yeah. Just in the space of two years. Yeah. It's so sad. It's happening. It's real. Yeah. Come see for yourself. Yeah. But it's beautiful. <laughs> so so come yeah. visit Alaska. Make your way up here. It's it's an amazing spot. And um, thank you for listening. We yeah. are um, always available for feedback. Check us out on Instagram if you want to follow our travels. We're about to head over to Asia in a couple weeks at Small Worlds Podcast. And uh, have yourselves a great day. Thank you, thank Matt. You. Thank you. <laughs>